0: Welcome back to Soul Bros Podcast. This is Cassius Clay. I'm rolling solo dodo today, but today is going to be a special episode talking about Jennifer Kate Hudson. Yes, other people know her as J-Hood or this generation's The Voice. Jennifer Kate Hudson was born September 12th, 1981. She's an American singer, actress, and spokesperson. She rose to fame in 2004 as a finalist on the third season of American Idol. She finished seventh. We all know she made her film debut portraying Effie White and Dreamgirls for which she gained worldwide acclaim and won an Academy Award, a Golden Globe Award, a Screen Actors the Gills Award, and so many others. And that voice is what got her the nomination, I believe, in the movie Dreamgirls. When she sung, and I'm telling you, I'm not going, it was just amazing. I'll never forget when she, we, she got standing ovations in movie theaters and everything. But we're going to get back to that later. First, want going to talk about her early life. She was raised in Chicago, Illinois. She's the third youngest child of her parents. She was raised in the Baptist Church, and she went to Dunbar Vocational High School, where she graduated in 1999. She said that school was one of the best schools for her, and it honed her skills in learning you know, other music and types of singing. And her biggest influence, when she said, was Whitney Houston, Aretha Franklin, and Patti LaBelle. We know, and we can tell by the way she sings. At age seven, she got her start, of course, singing in the choir with her grandmother, Julia. And she says her voice is a tree with many branches, and it is because she can sing anything. And she learned how to sing from her grandmother, her late grandmother. I remember that she was signed to a record label in Chicago, but she was released from it so she could appear on American Idol, which is American Idol was great for her. And she sung songs by Elton John, Circle Life, Barry Manilow's Week in New England. And her singing Week in New England was one of the greatest performances I've ever seen on American Idol. She showed how much range she has and how she can really just command the stage. Because at first she wasn't really, she was singing songs, but she wasn't really, I would say, learning or really showcasing herself or learning from her experiences. And that was the epic performance for her. But, she went home the next day. And I'll never forget, finally, the reasonings that she was in the bottom three. I would say, and she said on Behind the Music on VH1 was that nobody in Chicago could vote because the phone lines were down. So it wasn't meant for her to win American Idol, but it was meant for her to be on Dreamgirls. And she beat out in Dreamgirls 900 women, including Fantasia Bruno, as a role of Effie White. And that was totally her. She was a breakout star in Hollywood. And she won, of course, the Oscar for that role. And even Beyonce said her voice, the Beyonce knows, said her voice was a gift from God. And Eddie Murphy revealed her, and Jamie Foxx spoke highly of her. And she won her first top single for love you i do from the movie and it was even nominated for a grammy and an oscar for best original song so you can see her career was on the up and up now she i always said the greatest irony of her being on american idol was she didn't win but the same record company that she didn't win to be on american idol with she was signed after he saw her sing and i'm telling you i'm not going And her first album, Jennifer Hudson, I'll never forget when I heard that album was coming out. She was in a black outfit. She didn't like it because it made her skinnier than she was. They slimmed her down. But but she had great singles, was My Heart, If This Isn't Love, Spotlight. I don't like living under your spotlight, which everybody still sings to this day all over the country. And she went on to have songs with Ludacris, called Pocketbook. Um, She had Given Myself, which was a lovely ballad that is really talking about falling in love with someone, which she was falling in love too. And she, her first album gave her three nominations at the 2009 Grammy Awards for Best Female R&B Vocal Performance for Spotlight, Best R&B Performance by a Duo or Group with Vocals, For I'm His Only Woman With Ranteja Brino And Best R&B Album For Jennifer Person She won the last of these Which was the Best R&B Album And it was presented by her idol Whitney Houston How amazing is that And I'll never forget Around that time She was going through stuff With her family Because her family members Her mother, her brother And her nephew was killed And she had mustered up The strength to sing one of the most encouraging, inspirational songs on her album. That album, called "Pulling Me Through." Now she had just won a Grammy, and she—I remember she was teary-eyed from Winnie Houston giving it to her. So it was like her life came full circle because that's all she really wanted to do was, you know, win, you know, make good music, win a Grammy, and wanted her family to be their supporter. But her mom couldn't make it because she was murdered, and she sung "Pulling You Through." And everybody gave her a standing ovation because of what she went through. She ever mustered up the strength to sing. So, but you see, people never really know how strong they are until they have to go through a situation. And she was so strong. She even sung at the Super Bowl. And that was her first appearance back, before the Grammys, back in the spotlight, after losing her mother, brother, and nephew. And even after all of that, she turned that negative into a positive. She started a foundation. You call it Julian King Foundation after her nephew, and give back for Christmas, for Thanksgiving, for back to school needs that Chicago has, because you know Chicago has a high rate of poverty, and she wants to be able to give back and give back to people that may need it. And it's amazing that she was able to do that, and she turned it into a positive with her sister, who was the mother of Julian King, who was tragically killed. And it's just. Amazing to see her, but she was able to muster the strength to keep going. And I know her mom is proud of her. Her second album, I Remember Me. Oh, that was so encouraging for me while I was in high school. Trying to graduate, and her first song, or well, the second song in the album, was I Got This. And it just blessed me. It was just amazing. Like, you know that you got this. You can handle this with God, and you can just make it through. Her first single, Where You At?, was written by R. Kelly and produced by Harvey Mason Jr., that song was everywhere I remember. And even Neo was saying about this project, because he produced a lot of it, he was saying that she was ready to get personal on her second studio album. She has gone through a lot over the last year, so she's gotten a lot of talk about. She's definitely gotten stronger. What doesn't kill you? Make you stronger, everybody. So this still songs that make her upbeat and happy. But she's been through a lot, and she was able to muster the strength. She lost weight. She was on Weight Watchers. She became Weight Watchers spokesperson. You know, and was able to really come back stronger and make a, another record and make another album that really was amazing. And No One's Gonna Love You was a great single. The album, I remember, we reached number two in the Billboard 200s. And I remember that because at the time, I used to look at the Billboard.com all the time to see where people that I like ranked. And Chris Brown' Fame album was number one, and hers was number two. And I was like, if it were not for that album, she would be number one. But, of course, you know, Chris Brown is like everything. But anyway, then her third album, J-Hood, was amazing for me. It was a different kind of old school feel. You know, she paid homage to the Shaka Cons and the Dinah Ross and the Grace Joneses and the Evelyn Champagne Kings with the album I Can't Describe the Way I Feel was amazing. And then she had... I paid homage to Michael Jackson with Say It. It's just so many great records. Still Love You, which was a song that she turned into a campaign for, you know, tolerance for the LGBT community because they're very close and dear to her heart because her best friend and assistant is of the LGBT community. And that's where she really got to start, singing in gay clubs, and she says that to this day. So one thing I love about Jennifer Hudson is that she never forgets where she come from. She never forgets her background, you know, and, you know, even though she has a scandal right now, you know, you know, being a mother and not being married and, you know, not being together with her ex-boyfriend now. And it was rumored that she's moving on and stuff like that. But, you know, life happens and she, she, she keep moving on and making money. She's on the voice right now. She won the last season of Divorce in the United Kingdom, and she came back to the Divorce in the U.S., and um, she's in a new movie coming out. It's going to be a biopic of Aretha Franklin. She's been in movies such as a biopic of Winnie Mandela, Three Stooges, and I can go on and on and on, but her career doesn't stop. Now, now she's signed to Epic Records with L.A. Reid. And I want everyone to know what her next album is going to be like. Is it going to be house? Is it going to be pop? Is it going to be R&B? Because she released a new single called Burden Down, which became a challenge where everybody all across the world was singing and trying to belt out, like only she can, Burden Down. And it's such a a Dale-ish type song, Amy Winehouse kind of song. So it's very different, like, you really can't box her, you because you really know never know what Jennifer is gonna sing. And recently, she did the March for Our Lives, which everyone is you know trying to march for our young people's lives because the guns in schools are becoming ridiculous. And she sung up there and encouraged the kids because you know she's gone through. One of her her nephew was a child when he got shot, so she was able to encourage and to, and she even sung for the Sandy Cook. Kids at the Super Bowl Like five or six years ago And it's just amazing to see How God is using that part of her life And making it great And making it amazing For her now And I'm just Can't wait to see what this next I'm going to be like Can't wait to see what she's going to do next Because there's always something she's doing next Like When I found out she was going to be on Hairspray Live Last year You know I was ready because I already seen the movie with Queen Latifah and seen the old movie, which was horrible, in the 80s with Ricky Lake. And I never seen it on Broadway, but I loved her playing Motormouth Maybell. She sung the Civil Rights song on the Hairspray Live. I'll never forget how everyone felt watching it because we were going through, you know, the police brutality and the racial tensions were high in America and still are. But it was like, showed you how far we've come, but we got so far to go. And, she, and even the song she sung, that song was um, We Come So Far with um, Aaron Agrande. I actually said we got so far to go because, you know, we need to all come together as one and stop being so judgmental and intolerable of each other. And everyone on set was crying during I Know Where You've Been because... It's such a powerful song and it showcases that we we gotta get it together. And her voice has that power to command your attention. And they picked the right person to play Mortimer Maybell, Jennifer in and Little Hairspray Live. Because um the people on set was crying and you could read the tweets and the comments and the Facebook posts and on Instagram. It was just amazing to see her, you know, be revered and be honored. Because she didn't have to do that, but when you really connect with something like that, it never stops. And, of course, she won her Grammy for, which snuck up on me, because I love the Color Purple soundtrack for On Broadway. And she was on Broadway as the Color Purple playing the character Suge Avery. And she would sing Push the Buttons and other songs such as that. On the album Dear God. And she won a Grammy for it. And I was so proud and so happy for her. An amazing woman. Such Jennifer Hudson. Deserves everything that she gets. Now we just gonna have to see. Because she don't work to everybody from Adam Sandler. Clive Davis. Quincy Jones and such and such. So we have to see exactly what she's gonna do next. But y'all make sure you listen to the next Soul Rose Podcast. Be ready. Bye.